Hi, this is Will, he of the supposedly wise words. Welcome to episode one of a podcast that I created with my best friend Nat. Things to listen out for are Nat's house bunny impression, and things to turn the sound down on are all the bits where I sing. Enjoy. Welcome to the first ever episode of Will's Wise Words, question mark on the end. So I'm not sure whether that's Will's Wise Words or Will's Wise Words. How would you say it, Nat? Oh, I was, I was going to be more confident, Will's Wise Words. Do it again. Will's Wise Words. We're going to go with that, Will's Wise Words. So welcome <laughs> to the first episode. And as you guessed, it involves someone called Will, that's me, and somebody called Nat. That's you, Nat, isn't it? It is. Good morning. Okay, so the concept behind this podcast, the idea that we had, um, dates back to, gosh, 25 years ago, possibly even more, when Nat uh, and I were at university and often we'd find ourselves in a pub situation and I might perhaps be known for making sweeping statements. And um, loving the use of might and perhaps, you know, creating a sense of doubt. Be confident. We were in a pub. You did make sweeping statements. I stand corrected. This is exactly good. This, I like that, Nat, because basically there's a microcosm there of how I think the podcast will play out. I will say something and you will correct me, which... <laughs> Uh, probably is how our friendship has played out over the past 25 <laughs> years. So we had, I was known for that. You pointed that out to me 25 years later. Um, like the rest of the world, we're in lockdown. We had an idea to uh, put together a podcast based on that idea. So uh, that's what I'll be doing. And I'll be doing it three times. So three times I will be making a possibly a bit of a sweeping statement, or it might be a bit of a controversial theory. Um, or it might be actually something that's just a bit lighthearted. But the idea is I say that, and Nat, what do you do next? I probe. I've been instructed to probe, question, check out, see if how solid this statement is, and maybe identify any flaws, if there are any. I feel that's something you've never done before, or maybe actually never. You've completely out of my depth in this whole <laughs> process. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the podcast, uh, you will decide whether my words are wise or not. Excellent. Fantastic. Okay, so as you may have picked up uh, as well, uh, we are friends. We are best of friends and it, we have known each other for 25 years. So actually, um, we're playing a dangerous game here, Nat. Dangerous? Is it dangerous? I feel, I feel comfortable. I'm not worried. We've survived worse. But do you think we can survive the, uh, the podcast? I think we'll be okay. Okay. So that's the concept. That's what we're going to do. Uh, the stakes are high. Uh, well, I think they're high. And that's, that doesn't sound that bothered at all, really. Actually, I do think we should do some sound effects for this. So I'm going to do a sound effect for this. Are you ready? Yes. Number one. <laughs> and that, that was generated by yourself. You haven't got a machine there doing that. I haven't. Re well, is Barry White alive or dead? Oh, well, I'm not sure. Because in my mind, that sounded just like Barry White. Do it, do it again. Do it one more time Maybe. so we really clear the effect. Number one. <laughs> it's good. I like it. 
So yes, contrary, you may have thought, oh, Barry's, Barry White has popped into the studio to say the word number he, one. He is dead. He is in fact dead. Oh, have you just done some, just some research? <laughs> well, like, listeners might want to know. They might they have might. the same question. So there's the sound effect. Number one, I'm going to start now. Okay. So my first sweeping statement, and it's a controversial one, uh, not just for you, Nat, but I think for possibly the majority of the planet, I'm going to, I'm, I'm gearing, I'm going very bit posh, but I'm going to suggest that uh, Dirty Dancing is an overrated film. Will, you really have started off on a controversial one. That, no, I mean, my initial reaction is no, don't try and tread all over the childhood uh, memories and whatever of vast majority of people. But why? Will, tell us why. Now, what I didn't say during the introduction, but just to let people know as well, no research has taken place as part of this <laughs> podcast. So, but that's fair, isn't it? In any pub, in any cafe or in any social situation, if you make a sweeping statement, you don't necessarily have the facts to hand. You won't have thought about them. And also it's a lot easier for me not to have to do any research. So okay, okay. I have had a little bit of thought, but like just an hour or two thought on this. And I've come up with two points. Okay. Hmm? Can I hear you two points? I've, I mean, I've got things to say already, but I need to hear your two points. I will say, because we're also, we're zooming on this. Now you've, I'm, I'm seeing frown lines. No, so oh, don't don't well, age me. It's been a tough time. <laughs> I'm not, that wasn't meant to say you're looking really <laughs> old. I'm saying the concept of dirty dancing being an overrated film. It seems to cause you grief and stress. Well, it's fine. No, it's fine. You, you allowed your own point of view, Will. It just might not be right. You press on with your two points. Good. As long as you're listening in an unbiased way. <laughs> so, point number one. I grew up with an older sister. And around the time Dirty Dancing came out, she was obsessed with it. And actually, I'm not sure she was obsessed with the film, but it was the soundtrack. That soundtrack, the cassette, back in the days of, we played, I heard played pretty much every day for two years of my life. So possibly I might have been 11, 12, 13, around that age. Every car journey, in fact, every time I walked past her bedroom, uh, every time... Uh, well, just every time actually, actually I was in the presence of my sister, Hannah, um, I would be listening to You Don't Own Me from the Blow Monkeys or Sylvia, yes, Peter. Mickey. 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 Oh, Mickey. Okay, not Peter. Um, from whoever sang that. And then Bill, Bill Warner Brothers and Jennifer yeah. Coolidge singing Time oh. of My Life. Don't forget Patrick Swayze wrote and sung a song on that soundtrack as well. So, I mean, again, you're treading on very thin ice here. I think the listeners are also getting a sense that you're a bit of a fan of Dirty Dancing, aren't you? That was a, <laughs> that was a fun fact there that Patrick didn't just sing Hungry Eyes. You're saying he wrote the lyrics. He, he wrote down on a piece of paper, Hungry Eyes. Eyes that were hungry. That, isn't the, that wasn't Patrick Swayze's song. What was his song then? Hang on, I need to go to Google again. Hang on, hang on. Oh, you're allowed to go to Google. I'll crack on. I'll crack on. You so crack on. for on. me, oh, so whenever we were traveling to Wakefield or somewhere like maybe let's say Huddersfield, uh, going shopping, that song haunted me and it haunts me to this day. This what a random bunch of odd sock songs stuck together on a soundtrack. Also, songs that had a very 80s vibe played in a very 50s film. 
Um, for me, there's my reason number one for just saying that dirty dancing is overrated. So my issue is you're saying it's an overrated film and you're criticising the soundtrack. I feel like maybe your sweeping statement should be about the soundtrack, not the movie itself. And it's that keen legal mind now <laughs> that manages to cut through to the chase and present me with the clarity uh, that I often lack. Uh, but wait till I, I have a second reason. Okay, point two. Point two. Point two is that I think, I was thinking about Jennifer Grey, as I do, and I think her character is called, called Baby. Baby? Yeah. Nobody okay. puts Baby in the corner. Is her real name meant to be Baby in it? No, her real name is Frances. Frances um, Grey? Fra no. No. The character. Oh, right. Okay. But I think that there's something a bit amiss. Now, I think Baby gets a tough... Basically, the mansplaining that happens to Baby throughout that whole film. Uh, I think as a father of daughters, I'm not sure I'm impressed with what happens to her because basically her dad dominates her. She tries to get away from her dad. And the only way she gets away from her dad is by Johnny, uh, is, is, is Patrick Swayze coming and rescuing her and telling her what to do and telling her to liven up a bit and go carry a watermelon. Oh, well. So, I'm allowed the floor. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so what does that say? Now, also, it's a, that's, that might have been the 50s, but what happened with this film is it was set in the 50s, made in the 80s. So is there a generation, and I'm just saying, I'm proposing, and I think, I, oh, now you're frozen. No, you're just looking very sternly at me. I think that for a lot of 80s people who were in, watching that film, if you were in, perhaps subliminally, you were watching that film and thinking, oh, that's what happens. My dad then hands me over to someone else and that gives me happiness. Now I've paraphrased a little bit there because I only just thought about it 30 minutes ago, but there's just a part of me that thinks, and I, I think baby, what did baby get at the end? She just went from one man telling her what to do. Not that Patrick tells her what to do unless he's using his hips to communicate. <laughs> but do you see what I mean? So I think, I think 50s stories, very popular 80s are we reaping i'm not saying the rewards i don't know what are the repercussions socially now of dirty dancing and are they positive or negative i rest my case case not closed well i can see your point but i feel like you're picking unfairly on dirty dancing i feel like there's probably a plethora of other films in the 80s when the female character is dominate i can't think of any right now because i've done any research <laughs> But I feel like, actually, if you look at Baby as a character, agreed that the name's a bit ridiculous. But, you know, she's going off to study. She's the one who does all the reading. She's an intellect rather than, you know, you look at her sister's character. There's a woman who just goes with whatever man gives her attention. The sister character, I would agree. Whereas Baby, I would say they've tried to actually make her a little bit more political. and They've tried to give her a bit more depth and roundedness. Around for an 80s film. I just feel like I can, I can see your point. I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't think, I mean, what happened? We all wonder what happens at the end of Dirty Dancing. I mean, I'm assuming she goes home. I don't think that romance continues. I don't feel like Johnny's in her life telling her what to do. I see. I feel like she just had a fun fling. Okay. Well, to be honest, Nat, the whole point of Will's Wise Words is I don't get to decide you decide. I so, feel like as well, oh. my other point is, I feel like you have to put it in context of what that film is for people. It is a nice, relaxing bit of fun. 
It's not, you know, it wasn't, it was never critically acclaimed. I don't think it's overrated. If it had won Oscars, then Will, I would be with you. It is not Oscar worthy. I don't think it got plaudits of kind of like being this amazing film. So I don't think it's overrated in that sense. I just think it's enjoyable. Whose heart didn't skip when Johnny came back and walked through that door? I'm sorry, I, I cannot agree with this sweeping statement. I think you've made... I mean, the listener and myself, I think we can both agree that it seems as though Nat's already made up her mind. But Sorry, was I not? Okay. <laughs> no, that's a... open mind, that open eyes, open mind. Right, okay. We're gonna... Are we okay to go into number two? Yes, please. Do you want to... Why don't you do sound effect for number two? I'm not sure how it really works on any. Do you want a similar number two? Do it like Anna Faris. Do it like um, um, House Bunny. <laughs> I can't remember how she does it. Number two. <laughs> you can only say Natalie. That's how she does it. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, number two, please. <laughs> number two. <laughs> Number two it is. We're going to go with number two whilst Nat gets a breath back. She's hands a bit out of breath there. So number two. Number two for me, sweeping statement. I think uh, children should be brought up on farms. Okay. Do your probest. Oh, is that? Oh, I thought there was going to be any some more um, context to that. I felt like I judged too quickly before. Uh, what, what kind of a farm? Yes. Talk me through how this is working. I will do that. Now, you may not remember, but, and I think on the podcast, we may bring in uh, one out of every three, where basically the statement is related to when Will was a teenager. Okay. Because uh, rather worryingly, I recognize that I still hold many of the opinions uh, that <laughs> I had as a teenager very dear to me, and which would imply I've not really grown up. Uh, so this might be evidence of that. Um, so when you and I were 19, 18, 19, that I'd said this to you. And at the time you said Blarney. So I'll, I'll explain <laughs> it a bit. You did. We didn't say Blarney because I'm not sure that was a, a, what generally the word choice of a girl from Crawley in her late teens. Was it? <laughs> No, okay. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. So, yes. So I th I'd had a bit of a childhood teenage, well, not childhood necessarily, but as, as a teenager, struggled a bit. Uh, certainly with my father, was estranged, um, not getting on so much at the time. And when you don't get on with someone as a teenager, I was absolutely, I was like, right then, parents, no more. Parents, be gone. We don't need them because they don't do a good job. Okay. And obviously I was feeling something and I felt I was right. And I thought, well, how do we solve this problem? Because I haven't, you know, I wasn't happy. So how was I going to solve it? And the answer to that question was, for, <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember, you don't remember this, Nat, but I was pretty sure that from the second the child finishes breastfeeding, and I, I was sure that the child should be taken away from the parents, taken to a farm, perhaps on the Isle of Skye or Isle of Wight, because I know you're a fan of the Isle of Wight, generally an island, which was to be populated by child rearing experts and right. children would be brought up on farms. What would happen then is they would grow into uh, Greta, I should know, Greta Thunberg? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh my word, it's exhausting. Uh, Greta Thunberg. Children should be bred, not bred, sorry, reared to grow to become Greta Thunberg. And at the age of 18, you would, be, you would arrive back at your parents' house. 
and you would just sort of ding dong, knock on the door and go, I'm back and I'm really stable and really sorted. And now we can just have a kind of adult to adult relationship. So I remember as a teenager, Nat, possibly in a pub uh, after uh, possibly a snake bite in black. Were we in the stumble in? I think we could have been in the stumble in. So maybe there was a deal on hooch or two dogs. <laughs> uh, two dogs for the price of one two dog. Uh, and I said this to you and yes, maybe the word choice was wrong there, but you looked at me, your eyebrow sort of archly raised and you went, Blarney. And that's stuck with me ever since. I mean, I don't think I've ever said Blarney in my life. So I'm slightly worried you said this to somebody else. I've got the wrong co-host. It was someone Quick. else. It was someone else. Fire away. Um, probe. Probe as you see fit. I heartedly support that it, the old it takes a village. I mean, we're going villages, farms, whatever else. And but I definitely need the input of others. Please don't ever make me solely responsible for my children for a significant amount of time again. Um, I am very grateful to teachers, to nursery, to people who run camps, all of these things. And I think they benefit as well as myself from an outside influence. So I agree with you on that point. Do I want to ship them off and not see them for 17 years? I think that's too extreme. So okay. I feel like, dear listener, hopefully they will understand why my role in this friendship is to maybe do the probing and question. I'm not just being annoying. <laughs> sense check very much a sense checker pop that on your cv now and i will give you i might do give you a linkedin uh, reference if you want oh lovely thanks as a sense checker that might be coming useful soon <laughs> right you are do you want that recorded uh, not, well it depends how global this goes <laughs> <laughs> available for hire <laughs> when it comes to going global i'm already thinking who will play me in the movie version of <laughs> wise words and you've decided already so who is it well, there's a few of them, really. Obviously, Matthew McConaughey. Obviously. Uh, obviously. Obviously, um, Graham Norton. Uh, and if we could, actually, if we could get the love child of those two, we could splice McConaughey, McConaughey, uh, hello, <laughs> McConaughey, McConaughey, with Norton. That's who's playing me. Who's playing you? Oh, well, I haven't given it any thought. I have. Go on, then. You, you go on, then. <laughs> who's going to play me? Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley from Cheers with her big, nice, big hair and side, side, no, not sideboards. What do I mean? Big shoulders. I'm not sure you're painting the biggest, the best picture of me. I mean, Kirstie <laughs> Alley as she was in Cheers rather than now when she's probably in her 70s or 80s. Uh, no, not Kirstie Alley in Star Trek as a Vulcan. Yeah, well, I'm not sure I'm... <laughs> Flattered or impressed or remotely happy with any version of Kirsty. Well, I'll tell you what, let's hold that for episode two when Nat has a think about okay, who might play her in the film version. That will, I think that will bring the listener back. I think, I think you're going to get a lot of complaint. I mean, I'm sending you a photo of what Kirsty Alley looks like right now. And what? I expect some flowers or something being sent tomorrow. What if Kirsty Alley is our listener? We just got <laughs> rid of our one listener. Is it? I hope you're prepared for that. Although maybe Graham Norton and Matthew McConaughey are now researching. They're possibly doing some very, you know, <laughs> methody research. Okay. Are you ready uh, for number three? I am. I'm going to do the sound effect for number three. Number three? Very that, good. Actually, I know who that was. That was the mouse on the, uh, the mouse on the mouse organ. 
that was that was in the style of right oh, number three the old days were not better okay i like this one for why do you say such a thing will i say it not because it does my nutting I absolutely think, where is the value? What possesses people, typically adults, to say, oh, 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 the old days were the better, oh, oh, oh. back in my day, oh, oh, oh. I think you're living in the past and it doesn't serve any purpose. It doesn't cheer anyone up. Now, I don't even think it's used constructively. It's not like people say, the old days were better. Let's have a think about bringing back winkle pickers. Or let's think about bringing back coal or let's think about bringing the Jorvik Viking Centre. You know, those are the three things I think of when I think about the olden days. <laughs> oh, obviously. The yeah. olden days. Um, so I think, and maybe again, this might be jumping back into my teenage days. It's, it's valueless. It's a valueless thing today. Live, if you can live in the present and if you can work towards a positive future, that's great. So... I don't know whether you'd agree with this, Nat, but memories, perhaps the older you get, they're not so good. You mean yeah. as in your recollection, the accuracy of them? You, are you suggesting there's a rose-tinted glasses that people are Correct. wearing? You've got, it, you've got it in one, Nat, with your fine investigative journalistic talent there. You've Thank got you. exactly what I was trying to get across. I just think when people say the old days were great, they're not really perhaps remembering just how boring they were. And that actually leads me on to it. No, before you start that, no, no, let me finish. Let me finish. Sorry. Objection. I, oh God, they were boring. My tramping around, you know, tramp, my childhood was full of days and days and days of summer holidays tramping around the countryside. Not so interesting. So I'll leave it at that because you can tell I'm getting a bit engorged. Uh, I'm saying that the old days were not better. I would ask who are, who's saying that they were? Who is it who said, because I feel like I haven't actually heard that turn of phrase for a while. Do you think you might be one of the people saying it? No, because I don't agree with that statement. So are you saying to me that based on the fact you've not heard anyone saying it, that it's a moot point? No one is actually saying it these days. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I haven't had that experience recently. It feels like maybe it's something of a previous generation. But I don't um, know. I'm, I'm asking the question. I mean, I'm intrigued. I mean, the, it's a sweeping statement. It's how I feel. I think that's justice. I think they, there's enough for you there. Okay. I, I, think... I don't have any more probe. I probe in question on this particular issue. I feel like actually you've covered it off. I understand the frustration... <sighs> Flash. Go on. I tell you what, I don't mind. Mm. I don't mind it when men and women dress like mods. <laughs> That's acceptable. That to me is actually really, I like that. I do like it. Yeah. You know, when you see a man who's still got like a mod haircut and, yeah, yeah. you know, he's got Lambretta Weekly under his arm and he might be wearing, I don't know, mod style clothing. Um, I quite like that. I think that if people, so yeah, I quite like that. That's all right by me. Yeah. Everything yeah. else. No, I don't yeah. agree with you. Do you feel like, and I'm not agreeing with uh, people who might say the old days are better. I do quite like, I've been looking at a lot of photos of uh, grandparents recently. And, oh, they look so smart. 
having a lovely day out, they'd be properly attired. You know, for a nice shirt. I don't know. They just look, and I look at photos of us all when we go out. Not so smart. <laughs> we're a, you're a we're a mess, aren't we? You would say you're a mess. Then I mean, we're, everyone heard that. But uh, not just you. Well, no. But you're yes. I know. But like my granddad used to wear like a like a suit and you know like tie shirt suit jacket just to sit and watch Sandra Bullock films at home yeah I mean who could be asked really but you know there was something nice about that but I yes okay do you okay I I'm I've heard your thoughts I've heard your statement right okay so you've heard the three we've had three and now we're going to go into the section where do you want to do I think the Nat decides section so I think you should do the sound effect for Nat decides Oh, <clears throat> Nat decides. I feel like that's too loud on the Nat. Do it again then. Nat, deci Nat decides. Maybe get one of the girls to do that bit. I feel like you could add in an extra voice. Okay. Nat decides. Sounds like Nat decides. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like I'm going to spray you with Nat decides. Not, oh, well, maybe we'll have to change that title. I think, we'll, I think that will. I think the development uh, of that will come through the ten episodes. I'm trying to think if there's a play, and we've got Will's wise words, Nat's knowing nod. <laughs> you are, and as you said that, Nat, you gave me a knowing nod. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. So, do you want comments on each, or do you just want me to pick one that I would actually agree with? Pick the one. Now, I'm not saying you have to choose one. Be nice if you did, because for the first episode, if you don't think any of it's wise, well, that's just our friendship in tatters. But if that's oh, what you okay. feel, if that's what you mean, go for it. So, yes, choose one that you're just siding perhaps a little bit more with, or you just feel, oh, let him have it. No, no, no. Well, I'm pleased to say, for the sake of our friendship, if nothing else, there is one that I do wholeheartedly agree with, and that was the last one. I feel I'm with you. Look to the future, live in the present. What's the point of, of looking back and harping back to good old days? And really, were they that good? So uh, that one I am in completely agreement with. There will be no side look of like Will and your sweeping statement. That is a valid, valid point. That pleases me very, very much. The other two, perhaps? Yes, nearly, well, nearly possibly, nowhere near. I think you could revisit them. Have a little, little rethink. A little wee thing. I think you can say that you don't like the Dirty Sarsen soundtrack. Okay. And it's not for you, but I don't think it's anyway overrated. Okay. So what you didn't know, and this is a bit of a hilarious part of the podcast that I hadn't explained to Nat, uh, was that when she chooses a word that is wise, when she's willing to say that I have espoused wisely, if such a word exists, espoused, uh, she now has to, for the rest of her life, believe what I've said. And oh, preach I it. No, I didn't. I mean, as long as I don't have to get it tattooed anywhere, I think I'm all right with that one. <laughs> <laughs> have there been times in your life where you've had to have things tattooed? No, 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 no. Oh, good. But just, no. Okay. I'm, I'm happy to stand by that statement, Will. So if the listener meets you in the street and says, uh, you, you, and, well, no, perhaps the listener's walking past you and they're just grumping on about the old days being better, what are you going to do? May I stop you right there? No, 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 no. That is one of Will's wise words. 
gosh, marvelous. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Is that what you were after? It's exactly what <laughs> that was better than I ever hoped for. Thank you very much. So there we go. So that was the fun ending to the podcast. The first ever our I, first I ever it. podcast, Nat. Well, I think we did okay. Did we do okay? I think we did all right. I think we recorded for seven days and we've got ten minutes worth of material. I think we can edit it. It's gonna take a year to edit down. <laughs> And I've got to work out how to add a sound effect, maybe. And you're getting your xylophone in. We've got, we've got to do this more often. But I'm, that, for me, was a test of our friendship that we've come through. You're smiling. I'm smiling. You're thinking about smiling. I am smiling. I'm beaming. Very good. Okay, so thank you to the listener. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that. That was our first podcast. Our intention is that we will maybe go about making 10 of these because, to be honest, I've written 30 statements down, so we might as well. Uh, but there'll be some information after this in terms of how to subscribe, how to uh, connect with us on social media. What we'd quite like uh, going forward is that actual you, the listener, suggest statements for us to... Uh, oh, Nat, oh, something to say? It. Oh, that was a great idea. I didn't know that was part of the... Uh... Yeah, no, nah, we're very 21st century on this podcast. We're opening it out. We want people to, you know, say, send us them in. Send us those sweeping statements that you are renowned for, perhaps with your friends and mates, and we will battle it out. Uh, and Nat will decide. Love it. All right, then. Thanks, Will. So we're going to end there. Bye. It's like I'm waving going, oh, it's audio. It's audio. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. You made it. Well done. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can find us on both Twitter and Instagram, at wise words or not. Tell us. I want to know, was Nat right, or was I robbed? Plus, if you want to suggest a sweeping statement, we'd love to hear from you. So please message us via our socials or our podcast page.